1: Oh hi queerdos, just a quick note from me because my whole intro is baked into this episode because it is a live episode. This is my live show from uh, Buddies in Bad Times Queer Pride Festival earlier this year, uh, the year of the rat, is it? I think it's the tiger actually. Uh, But regardless, June 8th, it was June 8th Pride Month and I did a big old pride show. This was my first multi-guest live show. I've had two guests on the podcast before, but this was me and three queer monsters on stage at Buddies in Bad Times Theatre in beautiful downtown Toronto. And I'm not going to tell you anything more. You can go right into it. The only thing you need to know is I reference right off the top and throughout the show a, a a musical medley that I started the show with. It was um you know, people have described it to me, uh, looking back as a bit of like, um, like, uh, have you ever done ayahuasca? Um, have you ever inhaled a glitter bomb? Have you ever done those two things at the same time? That was my intro. Uh, I rehearsed it exclusively in my basement apartment. The first time it had been done outside of my basement apartment was that night. And I'll tell you what, uh, people would not be surprised to learn that it was you know it was good i would give it a b minus i think um the problem was there were two problems uh the set looked great i like a crazy person painted a full pink set with a disco ball a giant disco ball i constructed sticking out of the floor the problem wasn't my excitement i would say that i ran out of breath 15 to 20 seconds Into the medley, which was and not just a medley. I I hand sewed uh, I think I had Seven (laughs) costume changes, which now to say out loud sounds truly Pathological it it sounds uh, Insane it sounds insane and I think that was the visual experience the point was it all would have been great And it will be great when I do it next time Uh, I ran out of breath, which means We talk about it as an abstract concept. I don't (laughs) include uh, that. Plus, it's a visual gag, man. I mean, it's all... you gotta watch it. You can see some clips on my YouTube channel. The point being, it will start... I will talk about uh, that medley. Others might reference that medley throughout the episode. That's all you need to know. It was such a great time. We sold out. It was a beautiful little packed house. And, uh, and it was so special because we love Buddies in Bad Times and Critty was there. Critty sang the theme song live, which you won't hear because I cut the medley. It's all fine. Come to the next live show, you'll hear it again. We had three very special guests who you will meet soon. Uh, one of which specifically has really sort of shot into the zeitgeist since recording this uh, episode, since being in this live show. Am I responsible? Possibly, will I demand a cut? of of her revenue since definitely so please enjoy this live show Thank you. Give it up for Grinny! I got 80% of those costume changes in. 20% fully back there. Oh my God, hi everyone. Welcome to You Made Me Queer, the show where queer people rip off their plastic casing to reveal that they only have two settings, all night foam party and seven generation blood feud. That's right, that's all we do. It's one or the other, total joy or pure rage. It's the one revenge fantasy that Quentin Tarantino didn't have the guts to write. Pulp friction. Grill Bill. Jackie Bitch! Happy Pride, everyone! Okay, now I'm dressed. Anyone feeling proud of something tonight? Anyone proud? No? It's just me? Alright, I'll go first. I'm proud that I didn't trip and accidentally impale myself during that opening musical medley. Yeah. That was, that was a real fear. I'll tell you what. I mean, the show's just started. The other thing I'm proud of is my home. Do you like it? My new home? Thank you so much. Oh, that, that reminds me. One sec. Thank you. The union is so strict here. <laughs> I signed this contract, and they were like, no glitter. This is real. Nothing on fire. And no um, disco balls without the signs. Honestly, I don't even know if that fell from the ceiling or came up through the floor at this point, but... <laughs> It's not my problem anymore. So anyway, uh, back to this. Um, You might be confused about what's happening. Let me explain sort of these color choices here. Did you know that the eyes of the mantis shrimp... My eyes are up here. I know what you're looking at. (laughs) The eyes of the mantis shrimp have 12 color receptors. Human beings only have three. Queer people just have one. (laughs) Queer people have one color receptor. That's right, this is all we see. So this is why I've shown you this year to show you my lived experience to walk a mile in my capizio split sole jazz shoes. Thank you very much. It's called being an ally, okay? But as a result of this whole one uh, color receptor sort of all pink thing, queer people have very poor depth perception. So it's very difficult for us to navigate space. And to cope, we use echolocation. We just sort of bounce sound waves off the nearest bit, or Sugar Jones CD, depending on our identity and orientation. It's limited, we can't do everything, but it's enough for us to do the choreography for Spice Girls Live at Wembley Stadium. And that's really the point, right? Who can back me up? Any queer people here tonight? Great. Any non-queer people here tonight? Hey, that's great. Everyone is welcome, although be careful, because for every one of you we flip, we get a free fidget spinner. I know, I'm trying to collect them all. Uh, anyway, as I mentioned, I do have a podcast called You Made Me Queer on the Sonar Network. Thank you so much. Tomorrow is my season two finale. It's my 43rd episode, which is crazy. And I mean, in podcast years, that's... And making a podcast in your basement years, that's a lot of time. But I started this podcast because I wanted to really lean into my queerness because, um, you know, I wanted to go inside of myself and figure out, are there any weird fears I'm carrying forward, sort of taboos about the things I say, the way I speak, the way I behave, my quote-unquote public persona. Uh, Because long after I came to terms with being a queer person, and that took a very long time, you might remember Sister Mary Cantaloupe from my opening musical medley. She was involved in that trauma. Uh, But long after I came to terms with all that, I spent a lot of time trying to be a palatable queer person, you know, I was aware of the stereotypes associated with my people, and I wanted to go against them. And that was a lot of work, and so now I sew and wear fabric ponytails. But also, this podcast has been so great. I've gotten to talk to people, queer people, from all over the world, countries like Japan, China, Singapore, Australia, the US, the UK, which is not a country, but a very antiquated kingdom. And I've gotten to talk to people who helped make me queer, like, uh, let's see, Welcome to the Dollhouses, Heather Matarazzo, Scott Thompson and Paul Bellini from Kids in the Hall, and RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 7 contestant, Jinx Monsoon which is great, but that's a podcast. And the goal, what I always wanted was to get this on stage, to do a show with people, not just a live podcast episode, but a live show, because I'm a show pony. And you laugh, but do you think these are radio legs? I'm sorry, this is thoroughbred. Sea biscuit could never. But the goal is always to get on stage and here we are, so thank you for coming. What an exciting time. I know, there are twinkling lights, there are tripping hazards everywhere. Uh, it's very exciting, and listen, as I said before, whether or not you connect with one of the 28 letters, numbers, or animated gifts on our sparkling acronym, uh, you are welcome here. I'm so happy to have you. Tonight is for everyone, as long as you're ready to taste blood. <laughs> That's my only one non-negotiable requirement. You have to be ready for justice. That's what I do. That's why I invited the three angriest queer people I know to put down whatever it is they were holding at the time, be it a poke bowl or uh, the unyielding yoke of late stage capitalism, and join me on stage with a microphone to blame whatever it is that turned them into a queer monster. (laughs) Whenever I say that, most people laugh and one person's like, huh, that sounds wrong. That's, are you, is that okay? Is that what we say now? Because I get it, you have listened to the Lady Gaga song, you watched Heartstopper, uh, you know, you think, queer people are just born this way, right? No! No, that is propaganda from the radical left! That is bullshit and I'm tired of it. It's a lot of work for me and my fellow queer people to always have to tell you, you know, nature versus nurture is not a thing, or, you know, we're normal. We are safe around children. We are non-toxic and paraben-free and things like that. No, we're not doing that anymore. Tonight is not about building bridges. Tonight, we burn them. <laughs> and the work... Cheryl <laughs> Sandberg... Sheryl Sandberg says, lean in. You've got to drop one off the top. Cheryl Sandberg says lean in. Trevor Campbell says lube up. That was worth going back for, right? What? Come on, it's after 8 p.m. If not now, when? Please. If you're that worried, you can light a candle for me later. So, welcome. Let's get this puffy little people's court in session. I'll rise if you're able. I'll rise. Come show some respect for justice. <clears> huh. <throat> Thank you, this is a beautiful sight. (laughs) The Obedience. My first guest is Furious. They've (laughs) I wrote that down. They've... Don't forget. They've written for TV shows like CTV's Jan, CBC's Diggstown, Netflix's Another Life, and Shudder's Slasher. They're also an original cast member from the iconic logo MTV series, One Girl, Five Gays. Please welcome to You Made Me Queer, J.P. Larock. Hi. You can take any one of those microphones and grab it. You can pull up a bit too if you want. Find your light. Yeah. Lots of tripping hazards. There's a lot of tripping hazards on here. There's a lot of uh, a lot of trash from my neighbor's trash is on the stage. And I want to, let's be honest, straight out of the gate. This is a safe space. I've used 90% of tonight's energy already. <laughs> I've got 10% left from here on in. Right on, I'll, I'll supply the other 90. Beautiful math. A TV writer and <laughs> part-time accountant. Uh, JP, how's your evening been so far?
2: It's been good. It's been good. I've been, in, I've been enjoying myself. Oh, <laughs> th- thank God. <laughs> Have you ever seen
1: a mantis shrimp? I can't say that I have. Because another thing besides the color receptor thing, this is like a fact I just wanted to share, is they can punch so hard. There's slow motion videos. We're talking about like anger and, you know, revenge is a thing I enjoy. So the mantis shrimp can pinch so hard, it can like shatter its prey.
2: I mean, that would be a very valuable skill, I feel. If there's a few people I'd want a mantis shrimp.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyone here tonight? <laughs>
2: I don't think so, no. That's,
1: that's <laughs> totally fine.
2: Can you imagine if I said yes? I was Could like, you imagine? Yes. Right there. Right
1: over um, there. And it would be super awkward for the entire <laughs> show. It's going to get weird. Uh, any other, uh, l- l- before
2: we go too far, have you ever punched anyone in the face? I almost did. What happened? I, did. I was so when I was in high school, I was the yearbook editor. This is like the more the more that I say, it's like the more character revealing it is. This um, is a TV writer origin story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I was uh, the yearbook editor, and at the time, I had an editor that I was doing it like doing the book with, and we got into like a little bit of like a yearbook civil war. Where like were there, each, wait, were there two yearbooks? Well, no, there's just one yearbook that like kind of split down the middle, and then like like different sports teams and like stuff like went to one side, and then I kind of got like the newspaper, and, like the drama club.
1: Anyway, um, they were like it was halfway through the book, and they were printed on different stocks of paper. Yes, yeah, 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 right?
2: exactly. Okay. Um, and then what ended up happening was, uh, he called like a yearbook meeting, and then like left my name like off of like the invite list to like come to this meeting oh and so i went and i approached him in the hallway and i was like really angry and i was like shaking i was like oh and i was like this is like maybe the first time i'd ever felt that feeling and then i just like hit the locker next to his head whoa that's such a tv move too yeah like really hurt myself
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i would imagine because punching someone i've never done it because um, I bring save my anger for the stage but um, when you punch even just a person like it people are always like oh and then they're like hand in the stake and stuff like it really screws up your hand yeah so punching a full blown metal locker
2: yeah it which is good. also my favorite Stanley Kubrick movie uh, <laughs> would really hurt yeah it wasn't good and also too like my I, my, I mean like my wrists aren't very strong and they well, right? hey girl hey um, and it went right in just like crumpled right in but anyway it was good it felt cathartic it was like I, I, I like I was at every meeting from then then on so it was good well I was going to also say
1: cut to the person who because you punch in front of the person like next to their head so were they like were they intimidated by that because that's also kind of a show
2: yeah I mean he looked a little scared for sure
1: and then you were always on the list to yeah. help paginate.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like we actually were okay after that. Like, we kind of got to, like, a good place. Oh, really? Because <laughs> he was scared as hell. Violence works. What can I say? <laughs> if you
1: remember nothing else tonight, it's that violence works. It just takes... Yeah, that's right. One strong threat right at the top. <laughs> yeah. And then you're good to go.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, I think we've established something beautiful already, so... Thank you. Let's, let's continue uh, this party. My next guest. Is furious. (laughs) I enjoy that. She started her comedy career in Beijing, China, not Beijing, Ontario. Ontario is one of everything, too. Paris, Ontario, London, Ontario. There's got to be a Beijing, Ontario, right? I assume. Where she was, second runner-up, stop interrupting me, in the Beijing Improv Comedy Festival. She's performed at North by Northeast, and JFL, which stands for Just For Laughs. You can see her on OutTV's brand new comedy special, Out For Laughs, and listen to her debut comedy album, lovingly titled, Pursewine. Please welcome to You Made Me Queer, Tamara Shevon! You made me queer! Hi, my dear.
0: Hello. She's coming in hot. I'm are mad you, at you right now. Why are you mad? This is my least flattering angle. <laughs> what? Straightforward? Stools? Forwards? Stools? Mm. I'm like, oh god. Oh. Okay.
1: Do you want? How lean
0: forward? Okay, yeah. Do
1: you like to be low?
0: No, I just I have to start running again. It's fine. It's not your problem.
1: <laughs> Listen, I you send that right. Next time you send the rider.
0: Yeah, yeah. I
1: didn't get your rider. Oh right. Should we carry forward? Have you ever punched anyone in the face?
0: Yeah. Bring it. I punched a lot of people in the face, I got suspended so many times, honestly, it's so bad. I, um, I didn't just punch a guy, oh, this is gonna reveal my anger management problem.
1: You're in the right place.
0: Perfect, okay. <laughs> um, some guy at my high school was bullying me and then I got really upset about it, because we like dated before, then you got really <laughs> upset about it, and then he started telling everybody that I was a whore and then I punched him in the face and I started beating him with those metal garbage pans like you hit metal. him with a metal garbage can, Yeah, bin? like which apparently very dangerous. Uh Oh, you don't say. <laughs> yeah, so I got suspended for a bit. Um that was the first time, but I played rugby, so I punched a lot of people like in sports. Right. <laughs> you know. Like, good yeah. reason, right? You're just yeah. like, "Oh my gosh, I cannot believe this try." That's yeah. I love
1: that they're like no punching, no punching. And then this one weird social construct where they're like Punch
0: as hard as you can. And there's no protection. Just no protection. Guard,
1: yeah. How is rugby? That sounds like a private school game.
0: <laughs> um, I played for a long time. I played for Team Canada. I played oh. for Toronto. Yeah, um, it was hard. Yeah, it was hard. Um, yeah. it, it, there's no protection, just a mouth guard. Oh. Yeah. And then you have to like learn how to fall. And, like, and my mouth guard said, um, your mom says hi on it, which really irritated people.
2: <laughs>
1: So, (laughs) I mean, maybe she did. Also, rugby is a game I've never seen played live. Maybe. Has anyone seen rugby live? Oh, okay. For me, it's yeah. just been TV, like Heartstopper recently where they're playing rugby. And I'm watching it and I'm like, I kind of get it. The ball's weird, but it's fine. And then suddenly they all run up to one player and like lift him like a dolphin. Like, yeah. a, What is, is that a That's part of the game? Like
0: when you go out of bounds and then so you have to like throw the ball back in, but you have to have two teams there and they like lift you up and whoever catches the ball, you like fight in the air. It's, it's, it's a lot.
1: It sounds great.
0: Yeah. It's like, it's really hard actually. I didn't realize that until I looked back on it now. Why I have no knees? Uh, <laughs> right. It's brutal. But yeah. So yeah. Try to If anyone wants to ruin their thirties.
1: Maybe all the, the people you attacked had something to do with your body fatigue. It sounds like you
0: throwing a lot of punches. Yeah. Yeah. I threw a lot of punches. Um, lots of slaps too. Are we including those? Absolutely. Yeah. I slapped a guy in an LMFAO concert for getting in my way <laughs> on my favorite song. <laughs> So you know, it was the hook. That's so. <laughs> She read the room.
1: So uh, I want to keep going there, but we're going to put it pin in that, just for a hot minute, because we have one more guest at this party. Yes. Let's see. My last guest is furious. <laughs> Comedy in threes. My last guest is a queen who gives you all caps art. Her patented drag is equal parts club kid, high concept and and this is a quote directly from her bio. <clears throat> human disaster. <laughs> Please welcome to You Made Me Queer, Bombay.
2: You made Me Queer.
1: <laughs> yeah, take it take it off. Stand? No, no. <laughs> I only brought two stools, sorry. Yeah, can you just throw that off to the side, so it's not distracting us from your outfit?
3: Hi, goodbye. Hi everyone, wow.
1: I, let's say what everyone's thinking, how did you get in the room?
3: Uh, I knelt. Is that a word, knelt, kneel? Yeah, knelt's fine. (laughs) Kneel. yeah. Yeah. I hit the emergency exit sign, it happens. Life happens.
1: Life happens, that happens. I feel, normally I feel like, you know, at one, like this is our chosen family safe space, but I do feel as a person with no hair that I've stacked the odds against myself tonight. Cause we've three real hot looks and I already took my hair off. Maybe I'll put it back on. Bombay, have you ever punched anyone in the face?
3: Yes, but it was like a joke. Go on. Like I was at a party and my friend, like have you ever like, Someone at the party was like, a friend of mine, and we were just like messing around. I'm like, don't make me punch you. <laughs> and then you did? Yeah, but I didn't punch him like this. I punched him like this. Like with the wrist bone? Like, with, with that. With, and then his nose started to bleed. And I was like, oh, don't make me punch you. Boom. And I didn't realize how close I was to him. And I, I mean, like, well, so was, is it his fault? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, then we had ice on hand. It was it's green. fine we gave it to him and he was like what do i do with this and it was just ice in his hand that he put on his nose so it's just like cold it blood just ran <laughs> <laughs> and then i used it to dye this dress
1: yes oh. when you make
3: lemonade from le- one human was isn't... harmed in the making of this
1: outfit. <laughs> just and that's fine and no ostriches yeah, no. so it gets better is the point it's working the activism is working yeah. Uh, Perfect. Well, now that we're all here, is there anyone else? My next guest is furious. Okay. So now that we're all here and there's a lot of anger and glitter and hot glue already on the stage, so I think this is the perfect segue. Because sometimes we make our own choice about where to be, about where to sit, about what to wear, and sometimes we don't. Sometimes that choice is made for us. For example, uh, I made my own choice. I could have been a lawyer. (laughs) <laughs> but instead this is my kingdom but sometimes those choices are thrust upon us for example you, milk, you shine the spotlight on our faults, that's how we get through it together, sometimes you eat an uncooked chicken wing sometimes you blink when you're at the top of the roller coaster when it takes your picture, things that seem innocuous at the time, things that we now know can make you queer <laughs> When we were growing up, we didn't know. We blinked, we blunk whenever we want. Now we can look back, because we're adults. We're wearing short shorts. We punch whoever we want. We have microphones in our hands. So that's why I've invited these people here to point and punch the finger of blame at who and or what JP, Tamara, Bombay made you queer. That's the question. (laughs) I can't do all the work. How
3: much time do we have? Well,
1: if you you all answer at once, we can be out of here in a tight 20. So we got time. Who's up? I mean. Drop it. Being Jewish made me queer. Okay. When did this start?
0: At birth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a long story. (laughs) Take us there. Set the scene. Sight, um, smells, sounds. Jamaican Jew. Okay.
0: Which is a real thing. Surprise. Uh, <laughs> shock. Yeah, jew that's us. jew uh, Um every, every Jewish boy is destined to be obsessed with his mom and never find love. And every Jewish woman is destined to be bisexual. So... <laughs> I don't know if you knew. I did. I, d- I, d- I had a feeling. Yeah. And then okay. so, sporty spice, first thing. You know what I mean? Like... Was she? Was she a Jamaican Jew? No, just my first crush. (laughs)
1: Okay, I was like, she doesn't look it. She's your first crush. Also
0: a Jamaican Jew.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So how old were you when you first saw Sporty Spice? Ten. Okay. This okay. is this wannabe era, were you there on the ground floor? Yeah, yeah.
0: It was like I had like the stickers you traded and stuff and I oh, yeah. always traded for all sporty spice. They were like, merch whores. If yeah. you were too
1: young for that, anything
0: that could have a Spice Girl logo on spice it. Spice girl gum, like that's a joke.
1: Like, everything. And I had all of it. My brother's here, he knows I had all that shit.
0: Yeah, trading cards. It was trading- like like Spice yep. Girl Pogs, that was crazy.
1: Things that no Spice Girl ever would have conceivably bought or used, yeah. they're like Spice Girl, it's like staplers.
0: Yes, Baby They Spice didn't
1: staple Spice. their own shit, other people staple. yeah.
0: Imagine Baby Spice being like, I'm thinking Pogs. It's like, no, um, That's you right. guys remember Pogs? Yeah. Yeah. That was, I actually had Spice Girl Pogs.
1: Did um, you? Yeah. Good one.
0: Limited edition. <laughs> But you don't bet those
1: Sporty Spice ones. So, let's go back to Sporty. Yeah. So, she was the one for you, because there are five Spice girls, four for a while.
0: Yeah, I I realized all the girls that were going to bully me were going to like Posh. I didn't know that at the time. (laughs) And then all the girls that were going to be in the closet and secretly hook up with me were going to be Ginger. Like, they were going to like Ginger, and then I was Sporty. Sporty was the one that was like, cool. She was super cool. And then I was like, I'm actually like attracted to Sporty Spice.
1: Do you know what's funny about he's place the first thing that, that comes to mind for me, because I had speaking of merch, I had um, they made th- this so many old things. People used to develop photos, and so the Spice Girls licensed this thing where it, it was like one of those paper packets you get back from like Kodak or whatever. And it had uh, glossy prints of like Candid Spice Girl photos. I had those. Like yes. Like
0: pics and everything. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. And
1: the idea was like, oh, just some, got some developed photos of me and my pals. And it was just <laughs> Candid Spice Girls. So I had these. And I, my family's very Catholic, very Catholic. And we were at this thing and I had these Spice Girl photos because you travel with them. That's why they're small. Literally. That's why, yeah, that's you know just slip it into the handbag, and uh, and there I was looking at them, and I kid you not was playing with them, and one fell out the window of this house that I was in, down outside, and like the most religious man I knew, this guy's dad was walking by, and he picked it up, and he was like, <gasps> and ran inside, and he's like, I found pornography on the driveway. Oh. Yeah, and I was like, huh? And he's like, of this woman, and she has very large breasts. This woman shows some respect. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. and also, like, not being sizes at all, but it was Sporty, who, like, I think is the smallest boobs of all the Spice Girls. And he was like, really? <laughs> that was too much for him. was also is. the
2: most, most clothed of all of them.
1: She was yeah. the most clothed. She was wearing a sports bra, so yeah. there was not even any cleavage. Wow. So anyway, what I'm trying to say is I, <laughs> I get the appeal. Yeah, yeah. Right? Even a, even a Catholic is uh, swayed by Sporty Spice. So go on.
0: I Had all like the best parts in the songs too. Oh, she's a singer. Swing, shake. You know what I mean? Like, move, <laughs> make. <laughs> that's a vibe. <laughs> it's a vibe.
1: Please, when you when you got it like that, you just pop in. You don't sing the whole thing.
0: Yeah, no, you can't. No, don't you do the legwork. Um, so that's a lot for me.
1: And was this like wannabe video? Because she's smoking hot in that.
3: Yeah.
0: That was yeah. the video, though. Yeah. And
1: where they run through the hotel.
0: Yeah. Which, like, I don't know if you've ever watched Ladies of... Oh, like, never mind. Like, Housewives of Cheshire? Have you watched that?
1: <laughs> I missed I, it. I go
0: deep in the Housewives. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I'm, like, going to different regions of the world. Um, <laughs> But they went to that hotel and I was like, oh my God, sporty. Oh, great, yeah, she's good.
1: Also, it doesn't hold up. It's, I watched that video back to be like, ooh, maybe I can use it in the show. And like the first thing that happens is Baby Spice runs up to a man living on the street and takes his hat <laughs> and puts it on and is like, goodbye. I'm like, oh no. Oh, no, I can't rewatch was, that now. Yeah, it was a, it looked like a cold night too. Um, bye. Bye.
2: You made me queer.
1: You made me queer. We'll be right back. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do
3: when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
1: Anyone want to jump off Sporty Spice or throw us a mega curveball? What was your first You Made Me Queer?
2: Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Oh, yes! Yeah. I loved her. I loved her so much. I used to to do this thing where I would take... So Danny Elfman did the score for the film, Mm -hmm. and I had a cassette of it and I would put it in like the tape player, put it on, and I would put the Catwoman transformation theme, and then I would like lie in bed, and like you know when Michelle Pfeiffer does that weird eye thing where she's like rolling around in the yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would do that because I, I felt that I was, I was Catwoman, so. Cut to your parents at
1: the door like, what do we do?
0: Yeah.
1: What, what's, is he, it's fine, they're fine. Uh, okay, so, so, so was it, did you wanna
2: be Catwoman? I mean I think so right because okay. I've, I've like I've thought about this a lot where I'm like, what was it specifically about her that I was like and I'm like, you know she's like super empowered she's like kind of fetishy like there was a lot of there was a lot of that there. she was like she like licked Batman like that's pretty cool. she's she's kinky and for anyone who doesn't know who doesn't see this can
1: you describe the look that she wears in the movie
2: yeah yeah she was like so she was kind of had this like full PVC outfit which had like white stitching that would kind of like hold it together in pieces and she had like a corset and then these like high heel shoes and then over the course of the movie as she loses her mind like the stitching comes undone so you get like more little slivers of like skin and stuff underneath it's a metaphor
0: cinematography
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah
1: And so which stage of Catwoman's undoing did you most get turned on by or get like, like I don't mean sexually turned on, but like pinged.
2: I mean, I feel like the, I, I patterned a lot of my relationships in my 20s after like the Bruce Wayne, Selena Kyle thing. That's a bad idea. I think it was a, it was a horrible, horrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, definitely like the, the ballroom scene where they're like dancing together. And like, I remember it was a line in the movie that I didn't even realize what they were saying when I watched it with my dad, the first time I saw the movie, when like Michelle Pfeiffer leans into Michael Keaton, and she's like, he's like, no hard feelings. And she's like, semi-hard, I'd say. And I was like, and I and anyway, I remember leaving the theater with my dad, and my dad was like, "That movie was like a little too adult, I think, for like, <laughs> for you." Uh, and then I watched the I watched it years later, and I was like, "Oh, that's a that's a boner joke."
1: Oh a right. Boner. At the time, you're like, "Oh, it was a little difficult." He means the difficulty <laughs> is increasing. I was following
2: the emotional line That's the right. It's like, okay, yeah, know I get that. That's
1: right. I remember watching that because I was a big uh, early Batman fan because Michael Keaton was the first batman and the second and then things went real different but that was like the dark uh what's his name nightmare uh who's the director edward scissorhands tim burton Burton, thank you tim burton batman like very sort of creepy and noir and penguin uh is is with danny devito with all the prosthetics it was a mood
3: yeah it wasn't it had the nipples all their suits had nipples.
1: Not yet. That was no, just yet. after.
3: Oh, that's all I the remember. The nipples came,
1: came <laughs> later. Oh. Yeah. That, I think that starts with Chris O'Donnell yes. and uh, what's his face? Um, oh, man. Uh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer and yeah. Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. Yeah. Every It was all like. Yes. trip' oh a whole trivia thing. George okay. Clooney. Thank you. Hey. Have you seen that one tomorrow? What? Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, that is, that's a weird one to get sort of get sexually molded by or sort of like identity molded by because that's a dark story where there really are no winners.
2: Not at all. Everyone spends a lot of time in the sewer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of heartbreak. Everyone's really cold and sad. Christmas doesn't work out for anybody. No, the whole mood board is like slate gray. Yeah, the Christmas is horrible. ruined. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Which for a Jew maybe wouldn't may mean that much, but...
2: Ruin it. Ru- <laughs> ruin it. Yeah. You'll enjoy Batman Returns.
0: Perfect. Is, yeah. it, is
2: it more Jewish in tone?
0: It's held in a synagogue. Um. <laughs> that's right.
1: Just the incense. I know noth- almost nothing about Judaism. Is there incense? I looked at my friend who I know is Jewish. Can I phone a friend? Do you use incense? Answer. It's fine.
0: I love that. Just, just with a mask on, you're just assuming who's Jewish. <laughs> yeah, it's fine.
1: It's fine.
0: we <laughs> <River> that- incense.
1: <laughs> we don't do that. We don't do that. Uh, Let's move on. Bombay, so we've heard we've heard Sporty Spice. We've heard uh, Selena Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman. Who
3: was your first... The person who made me queer? Or the thing or the inanimate object? Oh, it's another wonderful woman. Who? It's my mother. <laughs> oh. Love her. I blame her. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Not in a yep. good way, no. No,
1: no. If she
3: hadn't, I wouldn't be here.
1: Well, let us, let, tell us the story. <laughs> Take us there.
3: So... I'm the second child. My brother, very boring, very straight. No offense to that. Yeah. To, to what, did you point at my older brother? Someone in the audience. He's great. He's a great person. Yeah. And it's so fine. when my mom was pregnant with me, she prayed the fuck out of like, she was like, I want to have a girl or at least an effeminate boy. I'll take whatever you get me. And she was The so silver cool. medal of girls. She's like, So they, when she was nine, eight or nine months, they got like, a room full of pink stuff, like this.
1: Yeah, okay, there
3: you go. I'm trying to turn someone here gay. So your room was full of pink furniture? All, everything was pink, like shoes, socks, like little bibs. I had a girl name.
1: What was your name gonna be? We don't
3: talk about her anymore. It's fine. It was Bombay, she was like, it's Bombay. Um, (laughs) It was Bombay. And then when I was born, they were like, well, I guess we bought it, bought all the stuff. (laughs) And they were talking about me, not the room.
0: Wait, wait. wait. Sorry. sorry. Yeah, was please. Like a reveal? Like, 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 there was, like, no one knew, like, oh, they waited till the end. Yeah,
3: it was a surprise.
0: Oh, surprise, penis. <laughs> Pink's a bold one to go with with a surprise. I know. Like, that's, like, a green-purple mix kind yes, of so thing. all my baby
3: pictures of me and, like, just pink shit, like, living my life. <laughs> <laughs> just pink shit. So, like, what kind of... Because I know, like... Things
1: can be, it's not just the color, but things can be gendered. Like, did you have dolls or, like, quote unquote, like, female identifying? I did. Okay. They, they didn't have dolls for me, and then they took them away. Oh, but where? They couldn't return them. Huh? D- where, where did the dolls go?
3: My mother held on to those later on. Oh. And when I was like, when I was a really bad toddler or a really bad child, she'd be like, I'm going to give you up and raise this doll now. <sighs> See, she didn't fuck so, around. My mom was like, she played mind games. She was like, you're going to grow up and be a faggot. Whoa, oh. let's come back there. But
1: before, yeah. There might be something to unpack. But first, these dolls. So when, when she wasn't like, this might be my next child, where did were the dolls in the house? Did they live on like a little ledge together?
3: <laughs> she like We have like cabinets where we have fancy teaware. Tea wear. The dolls the tea were in, with the tea? Yeah, they were like behind a glass cabinet. You could not touch them. Um, and she was the only one who, who could. And then unless you did something bad and she'd reach towards it. And you're like, no, don't give me up. Oh, <laughs> what in the criminal minds is happening right now? <laughs> That's so dark. So, anytime
1: you came in the room, you were like, fuck you. <laughs> Dolls. Where are they now?
3: Oh, she's raising them now in India, now that I'm here. That's right. Like...
1: Yeah. They're doing fine. One of them's a lawyer. <laughs> Not one of us bitches. Good for them. That was a good first round, I think. Anyone want to want to cross-pollinate, speak to someone else's thing, or like
3: also did their thing, bring something up for you? I have a question for you. Yeah. is your obsession with sporty spice why you love rugby so much?
0: No, I had to leave soccer because I was like trip. When people tripped me, I'd trip them back. Like I'd run down the field and trip them back and be like, "What? What? What the fuck are you doing?" Right.
1: So you were kicked out. Yeah. And so
0: they were like, "Maybe you should try rugby, something more suited for your combative nature." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so that's what did it. Yeah.
1: But she's the sportiest one, so that makes sense. Although I've never actually seen her play a sport.
0: No, I don't. Was- think, I don't think. That sh- I don't think any of them are what they are.
1: <laughs> no, oh, what? But it was very.
0: <laughs> yeah, like it... Posh is like a bitch, but that's not Posh. She's
1: no, posh that she now. might be the only one. She's Posh now. Yeah, she's, she's posh, posh now, but she was but back not. Back
0: day, I was like, not with that conditioner, bitch. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Are you kidding me?
1: Please. That <laughs> rinse and go. I think also sporty, that was that's such performative athleticism. Cause like she could dance and she could do flips, but we're like, what's the backstory? Like where did you learn this? Playing a sport? I doubt it.
0: Yeah, you're a gymnast.
1: Yeah, what sport do you back? what what team sport do you backflip in? Is that a rugby thing? No, we don't do that. <laughs> when they're like the umps like Phew! that's a whistle noise, by the way. And everyone's like, woo, and just Give us a backflip?
0: I don't know, like no one does backflips in rugby, like they're all like struggling. Rugby's for people that are like, can't make the team on anything else and like, overweight, but like, because you have a lot of breaks. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You have a lot of breaks, like you can be like, I'm pushing, I swear, right? It's it's a very, (laughs) you know what I mean? There's like three people doing all the work and other people be like, oh my god, is there water soon? Right? So the
1: poster in the, the high school hallway is like, tired, angry? Try rugby. Yeah. Those are the only two things you want. Yeah. If you're both, t- team captain, potentially.
0: Potentially. You also have to be, like, really, like, huge, like, big, like, tall or, like, wide. Taller, or That's strong. Pretty, like, fat in high school. I mean, Get I'm still it. not doing great, but like, uh, <laughs> but, like, don't worry. You can laugh at that. Uh, <laughs> but I was, like, I thought I was, like, the biggest person, and then I went to play with Team Canada, and these girls were, like, Just... seven feet tall, like, all muscle, and I was, like, <laughs> I'm going to die here.
1: Bye. Um, all trees. Yeah. So now, so I, this is, I've never done this with three people, so there's a whole lot of admin work I have to do in my head basically right now. We've had, so try and go chronologically for the people. So think now, cast yourself forward into your queer future. What was the next thing that you want to blame? And this time we're going to start with Bombay.
3: You don't want to start with me.
1: Oh, is it dirty?
3: No, uh, oh, you're stalling, you've got nothing. No, I'm thinking. Okay. Oh, it was. I, it was like have you ever been shopping and there's been a mannequin yes <laughs> wow what privilege no uh, it's i remember again my mom having to have still, okay she'd have to drag me because i would just like hug this male presenting mannequin and i wouldn't let go oh like and like i was just like this mannequin is so hot <laughs> Oh, that's not, okay. Was it clothed? Because oftentimes no, they're like random naked. It was like like a, like a gray plastic mannequin. And I was like, wow, this is, is someone hot.
1: But they, okay, that's interesting because, you know, from like the, the doll world, yes. not to take you back there, but like I had the, those things when you play with, you know, the dolls you end up with as a kid when you're like, There's just bumps, there's no, nothing's finished, so it feels very sort of, you know, uh, in specific. And this mannequin, I'm assuming, was not, like, full... No, it did not have a plastic deck. Okay, (laughs) could you imagine?
2: They're so They're like,
3: weird choice, we know. Anyway, uh, okay, great, so, but still, you were like, this feels, like, strong. Yeah, like, I would love going shopping with her because I knew that'd be the mannequin. (laughs) (laughs) And so how, when you toddled up and gripped on, what would she do? I would just like not, I would pretend I was dancing with the mannequin. <laughs> like, like this huge like adult human mannequin and this little toddler just hugging one leg. So... i sad you Insecurity. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right.
1: <laughs> the mall cop. Anyone else get pinged by a mannequin? No, just me. Just you. I, I want to be with you on
0: this so bad, but I'm like, I can't. Yeah.
1: I definitely, I mean, I there's certain like, cause they're like, I had a lot of action figure mishmash for sure as a kid, oh. when you're just like, yeah, Wolverine, Spiderman, Cyclops. Mm-mm. Yeah. And then you're like, hang on a minute. Cause they're like strong, but then they're just like weird little, like it didn't, it was never fulfilling in that way for me. This is what, <laughs> what I mean is what I mean. but high maintenance. That's what you're saying. I know. I've got a... I need very specific uh, visual stimulation, apparently. Ah. Also, mannequin-wise, and I think my friend Miles is here, who... I I texted about this. I was living abroad, and I came back to Toronto after years away, and there was, in the Eden Centre, a mall mannequin uh, with a hoodie on, and and this was just like a contemporary store, and the text on the thing said, Virginity rocks! And I was like, did Toronto change? While I was gone? Where Is was this, this? This was in the Eden Center. What store? I don't know. Blue Notes? Oh, uh, of course. Uh, everyone goes, of course. <laughs> they love virginity there. Yeah, so, uh, so that's my mannequin story. So, great one, Bombay. No one else wants to take a mannequin, which I'm slightly angry think, about.
2: Like, I will say, like, not mannequins, but, you know, in the underwear department, when there would be, like, all of the, the like, fronts of the underwear. Like, that was definitely a place that I enjoyed spending they, time. Like, where they were on display? Like, yeah, like, the displays, oh, where yes. it would be kind of, like, there'd be, like, Stanfields, and then yeah. there'd be, like, this, the Calvin Klein. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would, like, wander away from my, my mom, and I would just go and hang out there and pretend that I needed adult Sized underwear. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's very important to me. That's so. right. Yeah, because yeah, they would and those were the creepy mannequins. So Bombay,
1: I don't know if these were <laughs> the ones you also were turned on to. Cause there's a weird a world of mannequin where they have the whole mannequin and a world of mannequin where they have like it's like belly button to mid thigh, which is a weird thing to sexualize. Cause it's it's very don't fuck with cats. Yeah. Has anyone seen that? That's it's it's a part of a person.
0: What do you mean, belly button to mid-thigh?
1: Well, yeah, I shouldn't have taken it there. Uh, That's just the whole thing? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like someone's like...
0: Oh, there's no, like, rest? No,
3: because you just need to sell underwear. Yeah. Well,
0: then, like, don't bother. I'll figure it out at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, just just show me the underwear. You don't
1: need to show it on part of a body.
2: Yeah. I get that. You can't project your fantasy onto it either, right? Because you're like, you have no, like, torso or head. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, I don't know you where you're going. Feet, like, you don't have any feet, so... But you're saying like, you can imagine the rest? I mean, but that's a lot of work, right? Like, why <laughs> wouldn't you just get a mannequin that has, like, most of it?
1: <laughs> but I wonder if... When the store manager's ordering the mannequins, if they're... It's like, oh, I'll save 20 bucks if I just get the junk.
2: Probably.
0: It's 50% yeah. off, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, and then the full one is, like, you just get that for the toddlers yeah. in the front. Leave <laughs> that for the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, put that in the playland. We can't have those everywhere. But you like sort of that... The, the Like the briefs and the oh, yeah. other underwear and things, yeah, you would yeah, just yeah. stand looking well, I, up. I grew
2: up in a very uh, Catholic household, too, oh. and so, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, and yep. I used to, yeah, like the Sears catalog when it would come in, like I feel like catalogs was was a thing where it was like a lot of the like cute guys and like I was Ooh, like, yeah. look, All you the can cutes. see like, a, like a, just a hint of bulge. And you would like Yeah, but those would be it.
1: They would be socks.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's Or not like actual. a piece of toast, isn't that a thing? Like bread. A, they use bread. It's, that's right, it's you bread. It's just flat. <laughs> it couldn't be toast. So it would just like crack, crack and
1: crumble.
3: Oh, can you imagine? <laughs>
1: the crumbs or you would you get. Just, that makes a lot more sense. Oh, no, there's just like crust sticking out. they like, uh... It, it exfoliates really well, though. I mean, that's really not a bad idea. But, and you wouldn't know because I was hyperventilating while rapping, but I did rap about uh, the catalogs from Sears because those, and cast your mind back if you're a Gen Z, if you know what TikTok is, you're very confused right now. We used to get books in the mail and it was like a website...
2: The
1: mail? Yeah. That's a great question. It was like a website uh, uh, that you could open and there would be...
2: <laughs> a static website. Yeah, that's like right. A static change.
1: website. It never changed. No one could update it. When you wanted to update it, you'd throw out the whole website and then wait for a new website to come. But in this book, they would have all the sections of like pants and blah, blah, blah. And like we said, they wanted to show you, here's what you might ostensibly do while wearing this item. So there were a lot of like model um, setup scenes where it's like, I'm making toast in Dockers or whatever. And when they want to show underwear, it would always be like, is the same, always same. A group of dudes, just like chilling, like looking just like, I, I got you in a, usually a robe. (laughs) <laughs> and then and very and they were all wearing different kinds of underwear. Yeah.
2: The open robe was definitely a thing.
1: <laughs> the, the open robe would just way like just have them in underwear. Open robe is like someone's having sex in a minute. Because it was just too like, eh? Uh, yeah. Which like
2: Christmas morning kind
1: of. <laughs> was, there was a vibe. And also, I don't know, is this some maybe something heterosexual people were doing at the time? Where really? groups of men were standing around in open robes? <laughs> doing
0: what? no straight men don't own robes like. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say straight men don't own robes that's true I'm going to put on my robe now they're like can I wear <laughs> these jeans to bed like. <laughs> like, come on
1: <laughs> yeah 100% so I get, what I'm trying to say is I feel you
2: yeah, I, I, I definitely I enjoyed that. Department stores, right? Kind of sexy, maybe?
1: Yeah, they because were. also there was something that they felt so unqueer, which if you also listen to my musical medley, the less queer something was, the more I was afraid of it and the more I was turned on by it. So it was like, this is not for us. And so I'm in like full antenna. Those, those groups with the ropes and the things. Did you have any catalog turn-ons? No. No, it wasn't a thing for you?
0: No. My Wasn't
1: there, t- like, a sports section?
0: No, I got turned on by, like, Avon. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was nice. Well, it like, totally,
1: counts. D- d- I got, totally I got, counts. I had
0: so many lip glosses. Those women were selling it. Like,
1: but that was just, like, neck up. You're a face gal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, none, your mannequin would just be, like, neck here. Yeah,
0: like, oh my god, how'd you get your lip liner like that? Yeah, yes. that kind of, yeah, vibe, yeah.
1: Alright. Little mist.
0: Also, remember Columbia House? Just had to throw that out there. Columbia? Columbia, that's what they're like, you can get nine thousand CDs for once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yes, yes. Also, you won't know what that is if you're if you don't know what, or if you do know what TikTok is. But funny story, I when I was in high school, I was very counterculture. I had Lisa Lope CDs, Annie DeFranco CDs. So many CDs of moderately angry to angry women. And so my way of showing my rage as a very shy Catholic was to uh, get the Columbia Records thing and fill it out, because there's like a survey of like, we're going to send you free records. Tell us what you like. And I was like, I'm not telling you what I like. Please, I'm going to mess with the system. So I check all the boxes, and then at the end, they're like, preferred language of correspondence, Espanol. <laughs> Sounds funny. So every, the way this works is they send you CDs, and if you don't send them back, you have to pay for them. The only way you know how to send them back is from the instructions all of the instructions were in espanol, so we could not send a single CD back or call anyone to tell them what was going on. So it would just be like, CD's coming nonstop. And we were like, cuidado, (laughs) what's what's happening? Uh, My parents paid for it, it's fine.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah. That would get me kicked out of the house. (laughs) I mean,
1: my, my parents were lenient to a degree where it's like, that's why you call Child Protective Services. They're like, they, oh, they don't stop anything. It's not like <laughs> there was too much uh, aggression.
2: They were just like, you're home? <laughs> How long have you been gone? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they couldn't see you because you were behind all the CDs. Because <laughs> I know, not yes, exactly.
1: Hola, um, Bombay, over to you. I think we haven't gotten you for round, for your, your third, for round two.
3: What else made me queer?
1: Isn't it your turn now? No, we skipped. We skipped you. You you started. You started with the mannequin. mannequin. Don't you raise your voice with me? (laughs) JP went next. Now it's Tamara.
0: Rosie O'Donnell. Yes.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Was obsessed.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Talk show, right? Yeah. Or is this is this like League of Our our Own? What
0: were those called again? Were they really? (laughs) oh damn
1: oh that's disappointing yeah (laughs) were you yeah and they would be like slingshotted out yeah yeah
0: and I was like oh my god I want Rosie to throw one of those like right at me right into my mouth Ah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) were were you a Rosie fan before this because she was already kind of a a bastion of queer liberty
0: yeah I loved Rosie and then everyone turned on Rosie O'Donnell and I was like am I supposed to hate the person I love remember when that happened
3: did she get cancelled
0: she did yeah yeah what happened i think just for being a bitch
3: i didn't ask i just retweeted it i was like yes. was that,
0: what was the reason does anyone remember <laughs>
3: just just being a bitch
0: i feel like I, why, then, why did rosie get cancelled
1: does anyone here know oh so it did happen. <laughs> that <would> do it <laughs> so what <laughs> so that would do it that would do yeah a bold truther? move what is that i i, she, I think she's saying 9 11 didn't happen or that it was a conspiracy well, I mean, in her defense... No, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's a bad move, but were you... Okay, Rosie? show for sure, and that was the thing in the 90s at the time when someone like that could be on TV, and they would never talk about an a opposite gender partner, but no one would ever be like, just say you're a lesbian. Like, you could live in this sort of like liminal space that now we don't really tolerate as much, but...
0: Yeah, she like was on TV Ed for Gail, like that, Remember that whole thing? Exactly. Right, just like that. So, Which do you I'm like still a... like Stedman's like not a real thing?
1: Get out of here! I'm a Stedman <laughs> truther. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> so do you like a blazer?
0: Love a blazer. Love yes. baggy. Love like having your hair done, but then also looking like you know you're taking over the company. I'm like into that.
1: <laughs> yes. It's
0: vibe, yeah. right? Like
1: yeah, yeah, that,
0: yeah. Very, right. I'm like yeah. into that.
1: Have you ever done a sexy role play with a really big grandpa's desk? And an uh, armchair next to it.
0: Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. Only on.
1: fans in it. She's on The View now, right? No. I just tried no. to cross my leg and stopped in the middle. Because my she's center... F- yeah, I was like, no, 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 no. Um, Yoga, just like for the rest of the podcast. Yeah, she's a good one.
0: Yeah, so I loved Rosie. I wasn't a huge fan of Ellen, but then I liked Ellen after him, and now we all hate Ellen.
1: So. She's super canceled. How did you feel about KD? KD who? Katie Lang.
0: Oh, you know what? Wait,
1: is this a blazer? What, how did we get there?
2: I didn't
0: really get into Katie Lang until high school, randomly. Yeah. So I listened to a lot of like hip hop 93.7, like WBLK growing up. And then yeah. I was like, then they played this song and I was like, are we sleeping? Like, what's cute? Cool? Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> then I started getting into it. You know what I mean? I had my Sarah McLaughlin, like Katie Lang era, like, which was nice.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, Katie, Katie Lang, constant craving being her biggest pit. Oh, oh my God. It's very like, ooh, spooky, like, sad ghost. Which is kind of the, the music I imagine as Bombay walks through the house and the dolls are like, eh. that's like a Katie Lang vibe, I think.
2: I was like, and I found that sexy.
1: <laughs> that's right. And you were like down in your sewer, yeah. in your skin suit, just like, mm, purring. Yeah. Yes.
2: Like, Katie, come down here.
1: Katie, come down to we my sewer.
2: Float. Yeah. We all float down here.
1: Is that a line from It?
2: No, from, that's from It. I don't know. It's
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll fight about it later. So now, because of time, I think I have to put some pressure on you. Is there anything else that you want to throw under the bus?
0: Like Can that, you- I hate. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how much time do we have? <laughs> you, you well,
1: yeah. But let's specific. Let's keep it to things that made you queer. <laughs> You know, the theme of the
2: show.
0: Right, right, okay, we're here for you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. that tracks,
2: that tracks. Sitcom dads. I thought we were I just know. gonna okay. like, be
3: able to do... like and the, we, just, the, rapid fire, we just rapid-firing, we
1: just saying Oh, should we, for the next... Na- yeah, just go, one word, one word. This, we're not gonna do that, you go ahead, tomorrow.
3: Who, me? Oh, no, I'm thinking, okay. you go first. Uh, okay, I didn't know his name at the time, but I was at home, maybe 12, 13, and briefly I saw an ad for Baywatch. Oh, yes. I had no idea who any of these people... David Hasselhoff. Yeah, Yeah, David Hasselhoff. um, ...haunted me forever. Because, like, I would Google drowning man. (laughs) (laughs) Because you want to find him. And... I I was like, he swims, but he drowns. Like, drowning man TV, and nothing would come up. And then... He's in the Spongebob movie. David Hasselhoff? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, now I know who he is. And then I went to IMC The way that was, the, so it was like, SpongeBob.
1: Baywatch, 20 year break, Spongebob movie? Whoa. It's him!
3: The drowning man! <laughs> he's okay! Yeah. Definitely saw Whoa. that contract. Was, still, like... Like, I saw oh, no. five seconds of that ad, and he was just drowning or saving someone. I don't know. Oh, my God. He's <laughs> What's hot, the he's difference? Dying. Drowning,
1: saving them from drowning, don't ever lifeguard. Also, that's if anyone
3: like... That's d- why I'm wearing red today, in honor of, of
1: Oh, uh, this of is a, a David... <laughs> Thank you for your service. That's why I'm wearing all pink. Uh, the web search thing is funny for two reasons. One, one of my jokes included the word Pepto-Bismol, which I had to Google so I knew how to spell Pepto-Bismol, and as a result, I get so many ads in Instagram now for motherfucking Pepto Bismol because I googled it once. So that leads to my question. What kind of Instagram ads do you get, Bombay? (laughs) For drowning
3: men. (laughs) Now it's a lot of cheap AliExpress outfits. (laughs) Oh, the drag might have something to do with that. Do you want a heel that will break as soon as you put it on?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I almost ordered some of those shirts once. It's like these look great, and then you click through, and it's like shipping and handling, and then it's it's coming from straight up like the the hinterlands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't order. I'm not <laughs> fully sure what the hinterlands are either. Yeah. I, you know, I was gonna say Siberia, but I was like, ooh, Russia. Don't say Siberia. Not right now. Hinterlands is the safer bet. <laughs> I covered. Don't worry. Um, okay, so David Hasselhoff. Slow motion, speedo on the beach.
3: I mean, it was like five seconds, and that's all it took, apparently. And I was like, oh, Yeah, he's drowning, but I'm gay. <laughs> what
1: an inner monologue! And talk about we know you love a gloomy song, and that song, I mean, it picks up as the it goes. The dolls were watching, yeah, the, the dolls, dolls the that's right. Set the mood Bombay on the floor potential siblings or replacements watching, More Katie wants, Lang playing yeah. in the background, you're like, turn it down. And then some people stand in the dirt. how the, that's the theme, right? Yeah, and
3: that yeah. It was like five seconds. I'm like, wow, I need to find this person. <laughs> that's I, right. Yeah. So
1: did you, knowing that that's who could potentially save you, did you ever fake a drowning? Or like flop no, in the, flop we in the pool? Play,
3: we didn't have lifeguards in India.
1: <laughs> if you pretend you to drown, drown, you drown, drown. okay.
0: Oh my God! <laughs> hey,
1: that's that's privilege. Lifeguards, I get it. Like you, people who save you here? Wow! <laughs> Full time. <laughs> yeah, especially your parents would have been like, "Well, that's natural selection onto the, the dolls." Out. <laughs> yeah, we're ready. Uh, that's good. Pamela Anderson, anyone, or a different Not lifeguard? A no. 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 Okay. She's small. I saw her once at Max uh, Fashion Cares, where I danced in a sailor costume. In 2007... That's a very <coughs> specific memory. She, she, I remember, <laughs> when I saw, we saw her once, because it was like a big industrial at the Metrotronic Convention Center. Gorgeous venue. No vibe. Uh, and she sat on the back of a golf cart and went away and they drove her away and everyone was like, oh my god, and gave like the laziest wave as it just like golf carted out. She was like, my... And, uh, and she was small. She didn't do it for me either. That's my point. Right. Yeah. Okay. Good one. Good one. Okay. Top that, Pamela Anderson.
0: Oh, okay. For me, it's Christina Aguilera. <gasps> yeah.
1: Jeannie in a Bottle or Dirty?
0: No, not Dirty. I already know all the dancers to that. Genie in a <laughs> Bottle was amazing. Yeah. Come on Over is actually the one.
1: It's great. What, oh, cause that, wait, Shorty what's the girl. one in the video when they're singing to their boyfriends and they're like, nah, you can't have this. Oh, the... What do you want? That, right. I like that one.
0: No, it's come on over for me with the short hair and like the whole like being able to sing and the fight with Britney and like not backing down. Like I was like, ooh, hello. Yeah,
1: you you had to pick like what fan are you, one or the other?
0: Yeah, Yeah, which is like Britney couldn't sing, sorry. I know we're like... <laughs> Hot take! Like Britney is free, we're allowed to talk about this now. She's, she's been through
1: a laugh. lot, she's out of it, yeah. yeah.
0: And it was just like, our, like, I what is going on here?" Like, we all know this, but everyone's like, "Britney is still selling out all the theaters." I'm like, "This Christina is like singing about the dad." Like, you know what I mean? Like, we got like dirty. She got all these like whatever that was in her hair. And, like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> dirt. Rope. When my, yeah, rope? rope, dirt. But I will also, as we were dropping hot takes, might say Christina Aguilera front loaded her vocal career, and now she can't sing. And Britney, well, you know, she's like, she's, she, uh, she's the dark, she's, she set her sights low, and she can continue to ride on that trajectory, because she was never belting.
0: She was never singing. Yeah, she was was never singing. (laughs) She,
1: you're a touche, touche. You're not wrong. Christina Aguilera, where is she now?
0: Please please. welcome to You Made Me Queer, Christina (laughs) Aguilera. Just kidding. Uh she the, voice? the voice I yeah. think with John Les okay. like Ari Oh Ariana. wait no she's not there She's out
3: now Ariana's sh- out thank god She's someone. out
1: I I like her voice. it's fine <laughs> I, I told Trina Winter if you know from yeah. CBC's Chosen Family once she's like who's a singer you like and I was like oh I guess I really like you know uh oh, wait what's her name I just said Ariana, Grande. Ariana Grande and she was like mm, just <laughs> like disappointed I should have said Kylie Minogue. That's where it's in my heart. Ooh, 100%. Kylie Minogue too. Talk oh about God. setting your sights low so you can maintain it. She yeah. doesn't dance, doesn't sing above like a middle C.
0: Kylie Minogue has like the like one move though. Like yeah. Just like... All you need one if you do it right. Justin Timberlake fell for that. So we, we should have known he was basic then. Just, uh, <laughs> so like, I guess Jessica Bieland, like, they're the same person.
1: But... It's all, oh God, we've been there. He never really quite... Was my, I was a JC boy myself. Anyway. Me too. It's gonna yes. Be a great album. Yeah. Dark like Horse. Anyway. Yeah. JC, let's segue to a JP. Hey. Ladies, am I right? Am I right? Bow, 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 bow. Thank you. Not,
2: not the first time this has been used with my name.
1: Has <laughs> it really? Um, yeah. What's I the other have... one? Were they all JC Chazé references?
2: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, high school associated yep. era, era yep. specific. Um, in terms of somebody else, somebody else that I would blame for being gay, potentially? Well, yeah, again, like I said with Tamara, this is the
1: one theme of my show, so... Uh... I would
2: say, like, I would say sitcom dads. I was thinking oh, in about general? Like, like, like as a cohort. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> because, like, I, I was, and I, dad, it's father issues, right? <laughs> That's what it is. But it's like, Oops. I look back and I'm like, oh yeah, I had a crush on, like, Alan Thicke, John Goodman. Yeah. And I had, like, Uncle Phil, I had a crush Uncle on, like... Uncle
0: Phil, yeah.
2: Yeah. I like, had a crush on, like,
1: pretty much every dad figure in yeah. a sitcom. What about uh, Danny Tanner? Too geeky.
2: I feel like I was kind of, and this is like, this is depressing. I'm yeah. more of like a kind of, like a Joey?
1: Same, same, same. Yeah. <laughs> very, very revealing. Like a Joey, Jesse rising, maybe? Yes, yeah. Oh! yeah. But definitely no Danny. <laughs> no, da- no, 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 Yeah, get Danny out of yeah. here. Joey, but Joey's the Atlantis one. Yeah, yes. Yeah. The okay. theater in Ottawa where the
2: blowjob happened. Is that where it happened? Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah.
1: What would cool he go down the on theater. you in a
2: theater? Yeah, it was a, a theater. And I'm here. No this
1: Again, this is a callback to me. Oh. <laughs> so it was sitcom dads of the 90s. Yeah, I would
2: say so, primarily. <laughs>
1: that was, and they did, and I, listen, I want to say, and I don't mind saying this here, you have a bit of a sitcom dad in the 90s vibe about you right now on stage. I mean,
2: that's the nicest thing that you can
1: do. And it's a, high compl- it's a high compliment, <laughs> don't, because it's the beard. Thanks. It's the way your arm is crossed right now. Yeah. <laughs> It's just those two things.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I appreciate that. You're I mean, welcome. I guess, you know, like it's, again, I maybe I, like I patterned part of my my identity out of these supportive male figures yeah. on these, these sitcoms.
1: If so. if you peel off the top layer of JP, well, you have the two flavors inside. You have Catwoman and you have Alan Thicke, and it's <laughs> yes, perfect. It's and perfect. that's and we're, it's all in there.
2: Yeah,
1: I love that. I love that for you. So now. My dear friends, Bombay, Tamara, JP, we're running out of time and I don't wanna let you go. And before I do, we're gonna play a game. Would you like to play a game? Let's do it. Wonderful. AV Tech, this is your long-winded cue. Rock on yourself. This game is called Queer, Queerer, Queerist.
0: Ooh. Hey,
2: okay, so you think you're hot. So you the think fuck? you're queer? But we wanna
3: know what is the queerest thing here? Queer, Queer. Hi. Vocal, yes. Love that. It's the only note I can. Try it's to hit.
1: it's one trick. All you need is one trick. Again. By the way, those were vocals and written by Critty, who joined me for my opening number. Wonderful. So, this is a chance for two of you in the audience to win an incredible prize pack. The rules of this game are very simple. I'm gonna give you three things. You're gonna put them in order, from least queer to most queer, and tell me why. That's the job for the three of you. Everyone in the audience, get your smartphone out, because there's going to be something on the screen, and can we please go to the next slide? So I'll explain. So basically, you're going to audience, you're going to have a link you can go to on the screen. Go there on your smartphone. You are gonna be shown three things. You can assign them points and put them in order from least square to most square. You on stage, don't look back. Think about your answers. Answer from the heart. And the loins. And if your answer matches with the public opinion, you get to choose two audience members to win the prize pack. So it's to to repeat, casino perfume, hot hand dryer, Clock. Yeah. yeah. Queer, queerer, queerist. Okay. Yeah, so think in your head. I can see the results. I don't know if people are still voting. This is very exciting. You have five more seconds. The you already a have it, JP. I have it. You've got it too. Yeah, I know. Can anyone see the screen behind Bombay's headpiece? Is the real question.
2: Okay, so, JP first. Queer, queer queerest. So I think queer would be like the smell of the casino. Okay. I think queerer would be the hand dryer. Okay, interesting. Okay,
1: give me a quick why.
2: Um, It's kind of sexy, but it's like aggressive. Do you know what I mean? Like, have you heard like those ones that sound like a jet engine? Yeah. Like that's like to me that's not sexy. Yeah. Like you like like, the nice the older ones. There was like (laughs) right when they don't have as much. Very specific about my model. You would say the dad of hand dryers. Okay, I I see what's what's happening. happening. Um, so yeah, I would say I would put that in the middle, mm. and then uh, the phone as the as the queerest.
3: I have the same thing though. So what happens now?
1: Exact same. Yeah. Well, it's fine. What about you, Bombay? Well,
3: I have the same thing, but I can change it because uh, I, I No,
1: no, this has never ever happened before. Turn around. Turn around. Hey! Yay! So they're all correct, and so I guess the only way to settle this is a punch in the face. Last one standing. We're a fight club? No, we're gonna play Rock, Paper, Scissors. Okay, okay. That's the way we're gonna do it. Do all of you remember how? Yeah. So it's gonna go Rock, Paper, Scissors, Thing okay. on the four. Okay, ready? Rock, Paper, Scissors,
2: hey.
1: Thank you. Okay, you're out. That's homophobic. Out. <laughs> it is homophobic. And I'm sorry, okay. Rock, Paper, Scissors, hey. Thing. Thank you. Hey. JP! Hey. Congratulations. A round of applause for our winners. Please come see me after the show. I will give you your prizes. Just so you know, the prize back value is over $100. Our sponsors tonight, where I'm reclining, were the proudest pony. Uh, uh, but they've donated a shampoo and conditioning bar and a shower tray for these items. And from New Pie Co, a whole dang pie. Which wow. is, yeah, a whole pie, which is valued at
3: $50. We if you, if you want to switch. We'll switch. We'll let right, us you. use
1: $50 pie. It's $50. What a $50 no, pie? believe talk. it. What I is it? in oh. that
2: pie? Honestly. I mean, thank
1: you. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful pie. Exceptional <laughs> value. It's Exceptional. pride month, not pie month. Good. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so the pie is not here, by the way. <laughs> Imagine, like, they're backstage and they're hot. They've been out of the fridge for hours. No, so please come see me afterwards. I will give you those things. Congratulations! Round of applause for our winners. And JP and Tamara and Bombay, I want to thank you so much from the bottom of my heart because when the show started, I was very queer, uh, as you can see. And talking to the three of you, I'm not about to dance or anything, don't
2: worry.
1: <laughs> I'm just standing. Talking to the three of you has made me queerer than ever. So I'd like to do something to show my appreciation. Will you hold for a moment?
3: Cartwheel through a ring of fire.
1: Because you've completed this game, I'm happy to report that your honorary official queerdos. Hey. And I have the certificates to prove it. Congratulations, you are in fact queer people yes,
0: thank you thank you
1: thank you
2: no thank you thank you oh it's signed by shelly duvall
1: it was co-signed by shelly duvall okay co-signed by shelly duvall put that. put that it somewhere
3: just to be nominated
1: i i know put that in the background of your next zoom call and see what kind of conversation that starts and they're like what is that Harvard? Mm, uh, not quite. Anyway, thank you so much. And before yeah. I let you go, anything you'd like to plug?
0: Buy my album, Pursewine. It's available on Bandcamp and all
2: streaming platforms. <laughs> ah. Please do it. We demand you do it. JP, plug. Um, most recently, I worked on the television series, Sort Of, which is really- No! Yes! I would. I highly encourage you to watch that show Award you have it. Award-winning, okay. Amanda Cordner from Sort
1: Of was a guest on You Made Me Queer.
2: Okay.
1: A total dream. So yes, watch Sort Of, it's coming back for season two. It is, it's shooting yes. right now. Yes, congratulations. Gorgeous. And, you, oh, and you, think you can plug more than one thing. You want to plug tomorrow's album and Pursewine? Yes. Okay, great okay. to do that. Me too.
3: Bombay. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. Save and that. Uh, buy a TV, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah.
1: I mean, you can't argue with that.
3: Steal a TV, I don't know.
1: Get a TV. Semicolon, you never know. <laughs> also, Bombay is on the posters for Buddy's Queer right, Don't
3: deface it, that's my job.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's right. All these people are often on stages or writing for other people who are on stages and sound stages, follow their work. They're all geniuses. I'm desperately clinging onto their coattails. uh, And the view is amazing from down here. So thank you so much. I really want to thank all of you for coming. We could not have done this without you. Thank you so much. Please listen to You Made Me Queer on the Sonar Network. And remember, until next time, we're here. We're queer, and it's your fault! Good night, everybody. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Beautiful work, beautiful work. With the Lucky Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.